0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to a very delayed Today's Focus for Monday, December the 19th, 2022, at 4.12 p.m. Central Time. Today's focus, public humiliation. Today's focus, publicly disgraced. Now, there is something within the evangelical world, there's something within the evangelical mind that seems to somewhat love a public humiliation. Oh, we may not claim that. We may not say that because we're Christians and we know the right words to say. I, I, the one thing I've learned about, Christi- about Christianity is we, we know the right words to say. We know how to smile. We know how to do all of the right things and pretend. But when it comes down to the harsh reality, rarely does it ever live up to the, the image we want to put forth and the words that we say. But in, within Christianity, there's almost at times, And of course, this doesn't mean every single Christian or every single church. I'm speaking in general terms. There is a general mentality that when someone messes up, when someone falls, when someone sins, we've got to tell someone We've got to let someone know. It may be something small, right? Oh, we know that someone at work is committing this sin, or they're having this problem, or their marriage is falling apart, or their kids have turned rebellious. Whatever the situation is, and then we show up at prayer meeting time. Oh yes, prayer meeting time. And we've got to let everyone know the name of the person, the name of their kid, where they work so that people can pray for them. Hey, I, you need to pray for this person I work with. His name is Bob, his wife's name's Sherry, and they have a daughter named Emily. And Emily right now, she got pregnant out of wedlock. So please pray for them. Like, wait, 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 We We needed to know all of that? Do we, we need, Hey, please pray for, uh, for Kim. She's married to this guy named Josh and he's an alcoholic. Wait, 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 I needed to know all of that. Uh, so sometimes, it, and so that, that, that's basically public humiliation. We may not feel that it is. We may feel like it's private humiliation, but no, you're in a group of people and you're letting them know someone's business. You're sharing their sin. You're publicly humiliate, you hum, humiliating them. And a lot of times what we do, if it's someone who's more well-known, maybe it's a pastor or a podcaster or someone, and they fall or they get it and say, oh, we've got to hop on social media and we've got to let everyone know our opinions. we got to let everyone know every, our opinion. Oh, they're garbage. They're trash. I never listened to them in the first place. I always knew something was wrong with them. And we publicly humiliate them. We, we, they're In a sense, they are publicly disgraced. We feel like we always have to share. We feel like we always have to comment. We feel like we always have to have an opinion. And we have to condemn. And we have to gossip. And we have to slander. What is it that we, is it? does it make us feel better? Hey, if I, if I point out everyone else's sin, then no one is focused on mine. What is it about us? That there's almost a desire for public humiliation. If you look up the, the definition for public humiliation, you'll see this. Public humiliation or public shaming is a form of punishment whose main feature is dishonoring or disgracing a person. You want to dishonor, you want to disgrace them. And so if a, if a pastor falls into some kind of sin, we've got to let everyone know, and we've got to dishonor them, we got to disgrace them, and we got to trash them. Now, I listen, listen to me carefully. I am not saying we cover up crimes, I'm not saying we cover up crimes. I'm not saying when someone, when, when a crime is taking place, we have to let the authorities know. work with the authorities so that a crime can be taken care of. But there's so many other issues that, ha- that we can deal with in a biblical way. I am not saying that we turn our, uh, our, our eyes away from the sin. No, we have to acknowledge the sin, see the sin, but then we have to ask ourselves, what is my role in this? What can I, ha-? And, and this is a question, how can I help the situation not how can I make it worse? Like, if I hop on social media and offer my thoughts and opinions, is it really going to help anyone? Or is it just now I'm using someone else's pain, someone else's sin, someone else's failure as an opportunity for me? Like, like what are we doing? Public humiliation or publicly disgraced? That is today's focus. Now, why am I talking about public humiliation? publicly disgraced on this Monday December the 19th 2022 well i'm doing so because well it's it's the most wonderful time of the year right i mean here in texas it's 70 degrees so i don't know but but in some places there's snow and christmas decorations and 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 the f- I guess you have the fireplace going, whatever you do in cold weather environments during Christmas. But it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. It's Christmas. And you may be asking, what does Christmas have to do with public humiliation? Well, this week for the Bible study exercise... We're still working on the subject of fear and I gave everyone a special assignment, right? Go through Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 2, Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 2, read in a sense the Christmas story over and over and over and over. and we went a little beyond the quote unquote Christmas story, but things related. read all of it over and over and over and, and then go through it and work through it looking at anything associated with fear. So we're doing that for the Bible study exercise. But for the today's focus, I thought for this week, that we'll just kind of work through some of that same section and just kind of look at it from a devotional perspective and just see what we discover and what we find, what we will find. Well, this morning I grabbed my Bible. I went to Matthew chapter 1, and I started reading in verse 18. And this is one of those situations where all of a sudden I've read this a thousand times, but today it kind of jumped off the page, slapped me three times in the face, and I was like, wow. This kind of goes against the Christian love for public humiliation and publicly disgracing someone. I I think I think I think I think there's something here. Let's see if you're familiar with these words. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. Wow. Now we read those words and they sound so cute and they sound so wonderful. And you may read that at your Christmas Eve service, or you you may read those words as you have some kids up on the stage, you know, acting out the nativity scene. But if you really step back and read that, there's some, there's some scandal all over that, right? You have a young girl. She's pregnant. Now, the text says she's pregnant because of the Holy Ghost, right? As it reads in this translation, she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. Another translation reads, uh, she, uh, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. So on and, and, and one hand, we're like, well, there's nothing scandalous about that. There's no public humiliation. But wait, 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 wait. <laughs> OK, not everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's pregnant with, you know, because of the Holy Spirit. She's with child of the Holy Spirit. No, no. People are going to be like, wait, what was she doing? What was Mary doing? You know, she was up to doing. This is scandalous. She was engaged in premarital sex. There would be scandal. There would be humiliation. But listen, listen, listen. What about. Let me read this again. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way after his mother, Mary, had been engaged to Joseph, and it was discovered before they came together. Imagine Joseph in this scenario. Wait, you're pregnant? Oh, 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 an angel talked to you. Oh, 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 the Holy Spirit. Okay, yeah, so it's it's all, it's all, it's all because of God. Joseph would be somewhat perplexed and confused here and I think we all know what he would think. Look, we can try to disneyfy, christianize the story, but let's let it be raw and real. He would be like, "What have you been doing? That's not my child. You have been cheating on me." would be the terms we would term we would use in modern times. So what does that have to do with being publicly disgraced? What does it have to do with public humiliation? Look what happens here. So her husband, and I say husband in the sense that they're engaged, they're betrothed to one, one another, not husband like fully married. No, they're still in the engagement period. So her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. That is what hit me so hard today. That's beautiful. If there was anyone who'd be like, how dare you? How dare you? Anyone who could be upset, anyone who could be hurt, it would be Joseph, but he decides, no, 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 no. Obviously something has gone horribly wrong here. I'm going to put you, I'm going to divorce you, but I'm going to do it privately because he doesn't want to publicly disgrace her. He does not want to publicly humiliate her. Remember in his mind, it would be like, she, she's done something wrong. She committed a sin. Like in his mind, all he can see is she's committed a sin, but even though she's committed a sin and that sin is against him, like in his mind, this is the way he's viewing it. He still doesn't want to publicly humiliate her. Why is it that for us, if someone sins against us and then we've got dirt on them, we will then, we will want to humiliate them and publicly disgrace them. Because in many cases, once again, we, we don't, we care more about ourselves than anything else. We don't want to look at it. We have to handle the failure and sins of other people in a biblical way. So many times. The way Christians handle the failure of someone else, they didn't commit the sin that the person who got caught in the sin committed, but their own handling of it is just as sinful, just as ungodly, and just as selfish. Here's how one commentary described this situation. I'm going to go to this commentary on Matthew chapter 1. All right, this is very important. The glimpse given us into the character of Joseph is one of a singular tenderness and beauty to him, conscious of being of the house of David and cherishing the messianic hopes. What he heard would seem to come as a blighting to these hopes. He dared not as a righteous man, take to himself one who seemed thus to have sinned, but love and pity alike hindered him from pressing the law which made death by stoning the punishment of such sin, and they quote Deuteronomy 22.21. Deuteronomy 22.21, let's look at it. Deuteronomy 22.21, Deuteronomy 22.21, Deuteronomy 22.21 says, Uh, They will bring the woman to the door of the father's house, and the men of the city will stone her to death, for she has committed an outrage in Israel by being promiscuous while living in her father's house. You must purge the evil from you. According to Old Testament law, she should be brought to her father's house, stoned and killed. But but Joseph... Even though he would be the one feels like he's been sinned against, even though he would even have biblical grounds to have this woman publicly disgraced, publicly humiliated and killed, according to Old Testament law. He doesn't do that because of pity, because of love, because of compassion. He he, even though he's the one hurt, he's like, I'm not going to publicly humiliate this person. I'm not going to I'm going to put her away privately. I'm going to do this secretly because I'm not going to publicly disgrace her. What a beautiful picture. Would you do that? If someone hurts us, what we have a tendency to do like, I'm going to put them on full blast. I'm going to let the whole world know. And guess what we have a tendency to do? The rest of the Christians then take sides, right? Then we come along and go, well, how dare they commit that sin? And then others will like, well, wait a minute. Why are you publicly humiliating them? And then... First of all, we shouldn't even be taking sides, but the question should always be, what are you trying to do? And we always try to make it sound like we're so self-righteous, right? I'm just letting the world know the sin that they've committed. I'm just letting them know. know what you're doing is you're trying to destroy them because you're upset and because you're hurt. Joseph had every reason to publicly humiliate her. He had every reason. He could have gone full blown just like, hey, everyone, Mary... And he could have said all kinds of other things and and of course you come on, let's be honest, we know the story, but know what everyone else said, oh sure, Mary, yeah, yeah, God, yeah, God's involved in this, you're covering up your sin using God, how horrible of you, you're despicable, you're disgusting they would they would have destroyed they would have torn her apart verbally, mentally, and well, and possibly even. Well, depending on the, in the situation, because Rome was in charge, but, but in Old Testament times, she would have been stoned to death. So let me read this again. The glimpse given to us in the character of Joseph, as, Joseph is one of a singular tenderness and beauty. To him, conscious of being of the house of David and cherishing messianic hopes, what he heard would seem to be a, would be a, a, come as a those hopes. He dared not as a righteous man take to himself one who seemed thus to have sinned, but love and pity, pity, alike hindered him from pressing the law, which made death by stoning the punishment of such sin, or even from publicly breaking off the marriage on the ground of the apparent guilt. There remained the alternative with which the growing frequency of divorce made easy of availing himself of a writ of divorcement, which did not necessarily specify the ground of repudiation, except in vague language, implying disagreement. Thus, the matter would be settled quietly without exposure. The bill of divorcement was as necessary for the betrothed as it was for the full, uh, for those who were fully man and wife. In other words, he could have put her away privately with language so vague, no one would have actually known what Mary did or didn't do. And he's the one who would have been, who would have felt like he's been sinned against. Now, why, why, what is it about us? What is it about us that just wants to publicly humiliate and, and, and destroy? Look, I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. When, when, When uh, someone falls into sin, we don't excuse the sin. Listen to me. I'm not saying excuse it. Depending on your involvement with the situation, you may need to confront the person in private. You may need to deal with him. You may need to bring witnesses. There may need to be some some handled by a church. But typically, outside of a small group of people, it's no one else's business. But everyone else jumps in, saying, "This is what you should do," and "This is what you should do," and you can't do this, and you can't do. And we want, and then we hop on social media to talk about it, and talk about it, and talk about it, and talk about it. Just watch any news article that shows up on the Christian Post about someone committing some sin. Every Christian jumps on there. They're garbage. They're a sinner. I can't believe them. They're probably not saved. And we just pile on to the public humiliation. We just pile on to being publicly disgraced. We we seem to be more interested in the talking about it, the gossiping, the slander, and the sharing it than we are the well-being of the individual who fell, their possible being restored, and then possibly finding support. We don't want to support. We want to destroy. We want to get the information. Oh, we'll call the person. So what did you do? Oh, man, I knew you were a piece of trash. All right, thank you for t- click. And then that's it. We're, that's what happens. Joseph here. is isn't that a beautiful picture here? It's beautiful. He, he finds out she's pregnant. I mean, what is he thinking? Obviously, he's going to put her away. Why is he going to put her away? Because he thinks she's sinned. But instead of doing it publicly, Instead of putting her in a situation where, according at least to Old Testament law, she should be stoned in front of her father's house, he's going to put her away in the most quiet way without revealing maybe even the cause for the divorce, the the breaking of the betrothal, the breaking of the engagement period, which would be basically considered a divorce in that time. He was not even going to let anyone know. How do you handle other people's failure? How do you handle other people's sin? Are you the one to show up and tell everyone? Are you the one to show up and try to humiliate and to destroy? What, how do you handle it? How do you handle it? I think it's a very, very important uh, concept. And I, and I was thinking, I was thinking, let me see here. I would say, I think I have the scripture because uh, I'll, I'll look it up really quick because there's a scripture that I think is very important here. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Because I think it I think it very much applies here. I think if we go to uh, is it first Peter? Yeah, 1 Peter 4 8. 1 Peter 4 8. 1 Peter 4 8. And I and I know we're going a little bit longer, but if you know about all of the internet issues we've been having, I'm just using this opportunity. And I sorry that I didn't have this scripture ready to go because well I I was supposed to be doing this broadcast hours ago, and then everything went crazy. But here we go. 1 Peter 4, 8. I'm going to read it in the King James verse, uh, and first in the King James first. Um, uh, 1 Peter 4, 8. And above all things have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Love should cover the multitude of sins. Love, that's what love does. It doesn't excuse it. It doesn't hide a criminal act. So don't let anyone ever use this to cover up a criminal act. I'm not saying that. But love covers a multitude of sins. And what do we mean by that? It means we want to protect. We want to help. We want that person forgiven. We want that person restored. We want that person to know that they are here. Because everyone around them is a sinner and that person's a sinner. That's their sin, it reached a level that now is public and it's scandalous and it's horrible. But what we should do is do everything we can to try to fix it quietly. Not, not covering up illegal acts. Please hear me out. Joseph, that's just a beautiful story here. Just a beautiful story here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read that same story. Matthew chapter one from the King James, which is what I typically use, so we can just hear it that way. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise: when, when, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily, or privily, right. But while he thought on these things, well, then God intervenes. But he, 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 could have, he could have just publicly had her destroyed. So let me ask you. Today, December the 19th. Just look back over the last year. How have you handled people's failures? How have you handled people's sins? what did you do with them? Did you pray for the person or talk about the person? Did you cover the sin because of love or did you expose the sin not to help the person? Look, because look, if you're going to expose the person's sin, expose it to the person. Go to them. And if they won't, then go directly to the people most like like their church go just to that just did you handle it in, the, in a godly way or were you someone basically who wanted to 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 gossip and to slander and to expose for whatever motivation was deep in your heart did you did you want to expose because you are mad at the person don't like the person always find it interesting in christianity because we're so tribal even though we claim we're not If it's a pastor we love, we want to cover their sin with multitude. If we don't like the pastor, we want to destroy, gossip, slander, and expose. Meaning we don't care about the person. Meaning we don't care about righteousness, godliness, restoration. All we care about is ourselves and our own opinions. And we always make it about us. Joseph did not publicly disgrace Mary, even though from a human perspective, he would have had every right to do so. Wait, we're engaged. We've never been together. You're pregnant. Clearly you're cheating. All right. Now I could have you basically killed from a Old Testament perspective, but I'm going to put you away in a way that maybe no one even, even has to know what has happened here. Now, obviously they're going to figure it out because Mary's going to be walking around pregnant. But in other words, he would do everything in his power to keep it quiet. He was going to do everything in his power to protect her. Now, as a Christian, I don't know when it's going to happen. Someone is going to end up hurting you, letting you down, and you're going to be confronted with a very difficult choice because in many cases, the person who hurt you, the person who let you down, you, you, you may have the opportunity then to try to destroy them. Are you going to take that? Are you going to just die to yourself, deny self, and show love? Because we're supposed to show love even to our enemy. Love covers a multitude of sins. You're going to be in a situation at some point where you're going to find out someone has committed a horrible sin. Or maybe you're going to read a news article where someone has committed a horrible sin. Are you going what are you going to do? Are you going to expose it, share it, gossip about it, talk about it? Are you going to just pray for the person? Now, if you have direct involvement in the situation, talk to the people you need to talk to. Do what you can to help to bring restoration. But in many cases, it's literally none of our business. What do you think about Joseph? What do you think about Joseph here in Matthew 1? What do you think? How do you feel about the story? I'd love to get your thoughts and opinions. You can email me newsif at yahoo.com newsif at yahoo.com. That's news at yahoo.com. I do apologize that today's focus was not done. This episode was not done until after 4 pm central time. Um, you If you've been keeping up, we've had an ongoing internet <laughs> an internet problem that has just it's so unreal to even talk about. Um, that's why even this probably felt a little disjointed because this, I was, uh, you know, I was supposed to be doing this broadcast around 9am is when I, I got ready to try to start thinking about it. And we've had nothing but internet problems all day. And so all of a sudden I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll grab my phone, turn it into a hotspot and I'll use, I use my cell phone. To be able to, to broadcast, and so once I realized that would work, I didn't even I didn't even wait. I just grabbed my Bible and like let's go live. I didn't even realize. Wait a minute, I don't have I didn't have the First Peter passage ready to go, and I didn't have my intro completely worked out. But I I apologize for that. But um, I, I I definitely I definitely want to obviously be broadcasting as much as I can as we end the year. What we may be doing is we may be using the cell phone as a hotspot from now till. Uh, December the twenty eighth at eight thirty a.m. is when our new internet provider will be uh, hooking it up, hooking us up with fiber optic internet access, and uh, we can be done with the worst internet company in the world, which I am not going to name because it would be very ironic and hip- hypocritical to just teach that and then put them on full blast. So I'm not going to do that, even though it's not obviously about Sid. I'm still not going to do that. But uh, I would love to get your thoughts. So I apologize for the delay. I apologize for all the tests that we've been doing. But hopefully, even though this is greatly, the, the imperfection of this was great. I hope in spite of that, you will focus on the rest of today and maybe even the rest of this year on this beautiful picture of Joseph. Who would have been the one who felt sinned against, who would have been very upset. And would have had every right to publicly humiliate and disgrace Mary. And instead, he doesn't do that. In fact, Old Testament law, he could have had her killed. He doesn't. He forgoes all of that. Meaning, he was dying to self and putting someone else above him, even someone who he thought had completely hurt him. That should convict all of us. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. NewsIF at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. If 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 everything works out, maybe we'll do some live broadcast tonight and uh see what we can accomplish. Using our new and improved way to broadcast. Don't use the internet service you're paying $103 a month for. Use your cell phone as a hotspot. <laughs> I know, crazy, crazy situation, but in the midst of it, no matter how difficult it is trying to broadcast, hopefully this episode of the Today's Focus, where we focus on public, public humiliation and being publicly disgraced, will make us all reconsider and rethink how we handle the failure and sins of other people.